are getting better and better at this. The sun is in Taurus. Lighting us up. I always need to stretch for intuitive access. It's never quite right unless I stretch. Where do your access points improve when you stretch? I've been focusing a lot more recently on my shoulders where many of us notice that we have pressures around us that want to make our shoulders collapse. But when we honor what we are already successfully bearing, what our strength is already carrying, we feel our shoulders get stronger. The moon is in Sagittarius. is this freeing up what has been the network experience of constriction flowing somehow into Unfolding is a word we are using very frequently. Mercury in Gemini. Mercury in Gemini. Sometimes I wonder about the parts of my brain that follow Mercury retrograde. We are retrograding Mercury and Gemini just for the last um, seven or eight days through to June 3rd. And then the final Mercury retrograde of 2022 is between September 9th and October 2nd. So we've just come through storm phase of Mercury and Gemini. And today is seven eagle. And the sense of far sight in great detail is dawning and there are two more 
frames that go with eagles for us these days where there is a fortunate far sight dawning and we notice our capacity for diving and the eagle diving deep into the heart of a very still, peaceful lake has been a helpful contemplative frame where there may be a great amount of precision in cognitive clarity. And this takes a tremendous amount of energy. Imagine your entire body activated riding the currents of the air in very high places. That is a full body experience. to dive down into the heart of the lake and to suddenly be encompassed completely in silence. And the infinitesimal movements of water flowing around us and all is somewhat silent and all is in some kind of stillness. And yet down in the heart of that lake, nothing is still, nothing is silent. For us, this is a different kind of sound and a different kind of movement. When we are listening in deep intuitiveness, listening in relationship with our environments, the dawning of our clarity, the diving into contemplation, and the dreaming that emerges from the metacosmia, all of the tiny crevices and in-betweens of things. Dreaming doesn't have to mean vagueness or murkiness or confusion or uncertainty. Dreaming can be full of light. Dreaming can bring tremendous somatic You know, the words we choose are so important. 
contact. You do not dream only when you are asleep and you are not asleep only when you are not awake. You are also dreaming through your everyday. We dream in our bodies. We dream when we meditate. We dream when we are activated. We dream in all kinds of ways. When we suddenly find ourselves having dived to the bottom of the stillness of the lake, we feel the difference in all of the movements around us. And we can be deep in restful stillness and still be interconnected with all that in the world is activated. And this in our own selves, as still and quiet as we may be, is also activated. When we come to endings and new beginnings about how we use the potential we find in ourselves for chambering and cycling energy, for manifesting from feeling states, from dreaming, finding contact with clarity. The small fluctuations of the water are not entirely unlike the infinitesimal striations of the wind moving on one's wings. We notice the many different forms of flying. Venus in Aries. Our interrelating with beauty and opportunity. This sense that we are now full of a good healing fire. something being born like the sun cutting over the horizon
Venus more or less conjoined Eris in Aries. Venus more or less conjoined Chiron in Aries. <laughs> wow. We are having feelings. What are these feelings like this morning? The feeling of recognizing the sharpness of one's beak. Or one's rhetoric. Mars and Neptune conjoined in late Pisces, not far from Nessus. Oh, but we are feeling full of fire again. The need to remember that dreaming is not necessarily murky and that action can be rooted in dreaming. And that we navigate the fog of it, knowing that the fog is our ally to be profoundly respected. With full knowledge of how we all of us can be unwittingly misdirected. Neptune in Pisces Where is our deep somatic faith? Where are our bodies strengthened and energized? from the dream environments we are absorbing, consuming through our skin, floating around us all the time. My dreams and your dreams and other people's dreams and the dreams of animals and the dreams of plants and the dreams of the air, the dreams of droplets of water and of movements and of ideas that we are being exposed to. What is our inspiration from dreaming into physical manifestation and purposeful action? Inspiration. 
breathing the dreaming into manifesting. Faith, as Cliff High has enumerated, being profoundly physically activated in the body, the feeling of faith. I hear people talk about Neptune's wateriness and Mars with Neptune, especially in Pisces, being muted, being confused, and that's certainly something that does happen to bodies. But is it necessary? And can we tell a better story that brings us to our desired flowering now in May? when so much of the world is flowering. Where is our deepest, most rooted, physical faith in what we are dreaming into being? The ways in which we are learning to be psychically attuned are at first astonishing, sometimes alarming, and it feels scary to recognize it and it feels scary to say it. But all of us are experiencing it increasingly and making our peace with that is interesting. Have we made our peace with it yet? We're processing. It is a whole new world of deceptions and illusions and misunderstandings that are possible when you are learning to use new sensory equipment. But sooner or later, you do have to learn to use the new sensory equipment. If you don't learn how to use it, you end up with a lot of false and confusing signals. And other people who know that you have that equipment and don't know how to use it can manipulate you on that basis. So it's good to feel deeply into the self, to have a steadier sense of what we are really experiencing and what is our purpose and what is our meaning. How do we want to be in this world of living beings?
I just turned the device radios off. And when we turn our device radios off, we are removing interference so that our bodies can more naturally resonate and so we can more accurately interpret the body's signals. Guess what? You shouldn't turn off the device radios if you're broadcasting live. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's going though. I mean, maybe it's still broadcasting, so it would have stopped recording in the middle there. So interesting. So if I want to mute myself on the broadcast, can I do that by turning the device radio off and blowing my nose? like so and then turning it back on again that might work reconnecting in three seconds there it is the number's going that's really interesting did i think that i was going to be doing this i was going to be doing some version of this i knew that a very long time ago, but I didn't know that it would be like this. Oh, breathe into your shoulders. Oh, you might also want to breathe into your hips. Wow, ouch. Some of us need to improve our seating situations. Wow. We all need better yoga environs. <sighs> but we're getting there, aren't we? We really are. All right, what kind of updates can I bring to this intuitive, inclusive report I'm making? The live stream is going again. The auxiliary audio is recording. We, we still have this video recording um, 24 minutes in. Other videos have suddenly frozen somewhere in the middle. Um, but be that as it may, it provides texture to our broadcasting. What classes have we had ongoing? Do I have a page I can read off of? Well, that's not a bad one. What else? Oh, what else? Ross Ben was talking about August 2023. That was exciting. We were learning about Mineral Nation. It was really, 
super groovy. Oh, some of my pages got um, water droplets on them. I wasn't I wasn't super happy about that. Oh look, we've gotten through this page and now we're on this one. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay, I'd better I'd better help my hip. Because wow that really hurts. Okay, this page has gotten very I don't know if you can see, yeah, see. It's no longer flat because it got wet, but I managed to get the water off it without smudging the ink. Amazing. That's amazing. So we've been building the Morris Home Philharmonica. The Morris Home Philharmonica. Um, from about where the new moon in Taurus and Venus and Jupiter conjoined. Conjoined? Oh no, they didn't. Venus and Jupiter conjoined in Pisces. And the new moon was in Taurus um, at the end of last month. And now it's the 18th. Is it the 18th? It's the 18th. This is the 18th of May. Yes, we may. About nine days ago, we were discussing where the individual meets the collective and Vesta conjoined Saturn and Aquarius. We have really been processing that. My Mayan birthday came and went. This is the water Tresena, so it's not shocking that I'm spilling things. This right now, right here, is where Cliff has been saying there was some, I believe what he said was increased emotional intensity. Wow. <laughs> We could say some things. Um, May 24th, Mars ingresses Aries. So we were talking about Mars feeling muted or confused. Oh, my hip. Okay, well, I'm going to need something else to sit on, I think. Um, Mars in Pisces there being this mutedness of energy unless we're working with it very intentionally recognizing the conduits that help us move this activation from the watery dreamingness into the physical manifestness and it, it even so if we're doing that and we're getting good at that while mars is in pisces when mars ingresses aries 24th of May in six days. That can feel like a tremendous steadying and focusing of the powers we've already been cultivating. I'm doing this thing. I remember adults doing this thing <laughs> when I was little. I remember, and I, I've had glasses for most of my life, um, or contacts, but I didn't used to need to do this, but now suddenly I'm like, oh, and I think, oh, maybe it's time to go get um, gaslit and misinformed by 
some eyesight professionals. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that's what I'm going to do. I think we're going to find another way. Um, what do I have written here? I have Nessus and Neptune in Pisces and Jupiter is already in Aries. Jupiter is already in Aries? I left this thing on. Yeah, you have to leave it on or it won't broadcast, silly goose. Yeah, Jupiter. Jupiter in Aries, not very far at all from our other friends. Um, Jupiter in Aries is more or less conjoined Mars in Pisces. When did that start? I think that's been going on. Wow. I haven't been tracking that part so much. Jupiter's bigness in this fiery birthplace conjoined Mars, conjoined Neptune with Mars and Neptune in late Pisces in this dreaming, watery, deep manifestations environment. It's fun learning to verbalize these things. It's not easy for me to verbalize these things. Cliff was saying emotional intensity between the 16th of May and the 27th of May. Kaja Urbaniak has something going on around emotional alchemy on May 28th. We've been looking at the next few years and suddenly realizing, suddenly, um, slowly developing rehab successes over time and coming to the realization over and over and over again that we are future planning. We couldn't future plan before. We didn't know if we'd be alive far enough into the future to make future plans. And now we are rebuilding our capacities for future planning. And that is really something. That is really something. Today is called a Wednesday. I haven't filled out this part of the calendar yet, but I will momentarily. Where's the one other thing that I had? I just had it here, didn't I? Oh yeah. Intuitive Community Pittsburgh Resource Exchange. We are building out this template for all possible locations. I am here in what is called Pittsburgh. It is Osage and Haudenosaunee. Excuse me, blessings. I was originally taught Haudenosaunee. Ross Ben says, Haudenosaunee, I believe, and I'm still working out my verbal circuitry. The Osage, Haudenosaunee, and Lenape. Um, I, I said, I said their names. There are more words that I have practiced saying 
And it's really been interesting, the different things that interrupt our ability to say the words and names we wish to say. That's very interesting. Pittsburgh, for me, and all of us in the network, has been very deeply associated now with violence, and we are rewriting it. One of the ways that we are rewriting it is by ensuring that there are safe and inclusive resources available to everybody. And so we're organizing income projects together. We're organizing resourcing around home and food and family, transport mobility, urban geomancy, and sovereign recovery. What is it about learning in our environments and learning to be in relationship with our environments that solves so many problems so quickly. How is that even possible? Well, <laughs> we discovered over some amount of time and documentation that it is for lack of the greater media body, the macro community body, that people generally don't know what has happened to the survivors of violence who have been swept out of their community spaces. And when those people are being made so invisible, so ubiquitously, what that means is that all of our resourcing is compromised and all of our environments are compromised in ways that, that are not apparent to us. And so when we try to solve problems, we feel ineffective, we feel insufficient, we feel incompetent, and we don't know why it's going wrong. And the only answer must be that there's something terrible wrong with us, and there are no lack of professionals willing to tell us so and take our money for solving it, which we find any one of these professionals rarely actually does. <laughs> so we are really studying the changes that have been made in our environments that cause us to have these experiences of being continuously ineffective and predated upon by others. When we are ensuring that we are connected to macro community bodies, that are really our communities, that are the natural environmental contact we would have if our contact points had not been so extensively co-opted and manipulated, then what we get to do is accurately sense one another. And we cannot be invisibilized to one another in the same ways as before so that when we know that trafficking organizations are doing this in order to traffic our friends and loved ones, we make sure that they can't do it anymore by building public media infrastructure and macro community bodies that more naturally resonate with who and what we are innately. Rather than having part of our community infrastructure lying to us continuously, which would, I mean, it would, 
it, it will kind of mess with things to allow that to happen. And that is what has been allowed to happen. All of us rely for our survival on infrastructure that is not purposed to our well-being or best interests. It is not even interested in truly accurately communicating with us. It's doing something different. And so recognizing this, we have profound opportunities. We have profound blessings. Um, on a seven eagle day is very relevant. We have far sight about what can be accomplished when we realize that the problem is rooted in something so layered and complex and embedded for all of us. Where the dawning of that clarity is the movement of muscles steadying one's body amidst winds at high altitudes where one's vision can penetrate across long spaces. We have then also the opportunity to dive down into contemplation with our safe community, with our aware and caring community where there is a place we can dive deep and be still and still our thoughts and still our emotions, but also experience deep feeling. This requires honorable community infrastructure that resonates naturally so that it can be possible for us to take this pause and let flow the stillness movement of feeling. And when our dreaming is activated in this context, in the fullness and deep experiencing of our bodies, What manifests flows naturally from that. And what I am describing is a form of contact that is pretty foreign to most or all of us in our environments, where we have thought we were in contact with our environments. We have thought we were in communication with our environments. And Then we learned that there were changes that had been made so that we would not have the natural access to our own fullness of being, being 
intentionally disconnected, cut off from contact with our environments, contact with other living beings. So what we are restoring through these efforts seems like a strange impossibility, some fanciful story. What are you even talking about? We have doubted it many times. And how is it that we now are here and alive when this is what we had to learn? And I'm not killed. I'm sitting here talking to you. So what is that? What is it that we've been working out exactly? (laughs) We need you to be in community with us and make those discernments together as a community. What we are learning when we refuse to ignore and abandon those in the greatest circumstances of suffering, we are accessing power flow that changes everything about the experiences we've been having that changes all the modalities that are applicable to how we navigate challenges and hardship. And this so far is my best way of explaining it. I will keep endeavoring. We have been enjoying sharing classes with one another building our neurological functions to a place where we could even be having this discussion. So it is a pleasure for me to be here talking to you. And thank you for listening. <laughs>